Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Even predictive programming? Or are you one of those crazy coincidence theorists? The Monica Perez Show starts now. This is Monica Perez waking Atlanta up to the true threats to our liberty every Saturday from 3 to 6 right here on 95.5 WSB. Except for when I'm not on from 3 to 6, like today, 5 to 5.30. It's just a mini show, just a little taste, just to say hi, let you know I'm still here, still around, waiting in the wings for Saturday afternoons to return to me. But in the meanwhile, everybody enjoys the UGA sports. I've got no complaints about that. And uh, I just try to jam as much as I can into these short shows. But it really is just a taste. If you are not getting enough of the Monica Perez show, be absolutely certain to check out our daily podcast. It's called The Propaganda Report. You can find it on any podcast feed. I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. But first, I mean, I really want to hit the ground running because there is some interesting news afoot. The And actually, this is something that we have covered on our podcast before it became breaking news or news at all. So today's news is there is a a kind of peace, a kind of ceasefire or whatever you want to call it between the U S they're technically calling it a reduction in violence, a seven day reduction in violence between the U S and Taliban forces in Afghanistan took effect this morning where we are told to expect them to sign a full on peace agreement, February 29th, which is a week from now. And this is a 19 year War. It is the longest war America has ever been engaged in. It was basically punishment for Afghanistan harboring Osama bin Laden and the Taliban, which, by the way, if you go back and see Charlie Wilson's war, some of Hillary Clinton's testimony before Congress, Osama was a CIA operative back in the day, and we supported the Taliban, this is in the record, supported the Taliban to undermine the secular government there and Russia's connection with them because they were socialist and it prompted Russia to invade Afghanistan. So who knows what happened between then and 9-11 or whatever, but the idea was Afghanistan was bad and we needed to go in there. And I, and I noticed also that Yemen had was where a lot of the chatter was coming out about 9-11 Yet we didn't go into Yemen. We really had no beef with Yemen until the government that was running the show back then was run out of town by the Yemenis. So now we're in there. It's a very confusing story. But in any case, one might hope that after 19 years, we could end this war in Afghanistan. Osama bin Laden, we're told from every direction, is dead. And that's that should have been halfway to victory, I would think. And maybe that maybe it was. But here's what is the twist that I find interesting. We're, we're going to make a prediction on the show that the... I'm gonna, I don't want to steal Binkley's thunder. Binkley, my producer here, is my co-host on the podcast, The Propaganda Report. 
And he brought a story, maybe it was a couple of weeks ago or a month ago, about how the CIA has influence on our TV shows. Tell How long ago do you think that was that well, we talked about that on the podcast? Before? January 24th. Hi, Bankley. How are you? Great. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. So it was what, January 24th? Yeah. So it was about a month ago. And you told us about what? What was it? What'd you see? What'd you read? What'd you hear? The television homeland on Showtime is known for having storylines that foreshadow political events, for being very prescient. First time I've ever used that word, I think, in a sentence. It's good. Prescient, I think. Prescient. I mean, that's a better way to say it. <laughs> Either way, I'm not 100% positive, but I, hey, I like it. Go outside your comfort zone. So starting after season three, they began going, the show homeland, the writers, the producers, and the actors even, began going to Washington and to CIA headquarters with a blank slate, not having anything for the plot, because they went to what they dubbed as spy camp, where the CIA just tells them the worst fears that they expect to happen in the coming year, and that then becomes the script and plot in Homeland. Okay. So let me make sure I understand this correctly. So Homeland is just a series on Showtime. It's a TV show on Showtime. Yeah. And how did you come upon this little story about how they get their storylines? I read an article in The New Yorker. It was an interview with the producers right. and the writers, and I saw some interviews also. So this is mainstream. This isn't yeah. like some in the rabbit hole thing. Okay, and they actually show up with a blank slate? That's what they said. Wow. Okay. I should have refreshed, but you had clips and everything, but we don't have time for that. But we do have time for the story. So they show up at the CIA, and the CIA says, this is what we're worried about. Yeah. And... And then the writers of Homeland go and spin that into a, whatever, 15-episode drama yeah. for that season. Two seasons of Russian interference. Oh, there were two seasons of Russian interference? Something like that. Okay. All right. So that was really interesting. I was absolutely fascinated by it when you brought that story. I didn't give much thought to it, but you did. And you said, okay, well... The Homeland, you know, there's a preview of the season out, and you brought that to the podcast, too, and said, what was, what, what were you, what was Homeland teasing for this season? They were teasing that the United States would be negotiating peace with the Taliban in Afghanistan, but talks would begin to fall apart as the CIA starts to suspect that the Taliban is instead cooperating with Russia. Okay, so today's news is that we are, and we've been hearing this for a couple of weeks, but not not before. I remember when I first heard that there was an Afghanistan, like, kind of truce in the works. It was after you told me the Homeland plot. So that's kind of funny. And uh, anyway, so, so now we're looking at this. At this point, the newspapers are all saying, oh, look, this looks great. February 29th looks like we're going to have this peace deal. And But what we might anticipate, if predictive programming, that's what it's called, like when you watch a show, like if you've ever watched the uh, the pilot episode of, was it called Lone Gunman? Yes. Okay, so there was a, an offshoot of the X-Files, and the pilot episode is someone hijacking a plane and driving it into the Twin Towers, which is a, a scenario George Bush told us nobody ever even considered before <laughs> 9-11 in the government, but they were doing it on... TV. So some people think there's that's predictive programming. Like they're aware of what's coming and they they tell us about it. Or these are coincidences. 
So we don't know. And we don't know if this is going to happen or not, right? But another thing that we've been talking about both on the air and also on our podcast is another like crazy coincidence theory that in October 2019, the World Economic Forum, Bill and Melinda Gates and Johns Hopkins got together and did a live simulation of a novel coronavirus that has been unfolding exactly like the actual novel coronavirus that has been reported on since November. So a month later, we actually got real reports that mimic it. And last time on this show, we played some of the mimic reports. But I want to call back to people while we're in the predictive programming mode that those that one of the things they predict in the event 201 live simulation for the novel coronavirus is that after six months of it seeming like it's basically controlled, there'll be a flashpoint. And then by 18 months, particularly like the economy will have, like the markets will have crashed and all this kind of stuff. So I really, really hope that is not a predictive one. I really, really hope so. But I just figure I alert the listener to this as what I call on Twitter a what to watch out for. So let's see. On this CIA thing, on the Homeland thing, Anything else? Are you watching the show? I can't watch the show. I don't have Showtime. I've watched the first two episodes, and from what I recall about it, that's the plotline. The plotline is this conflict with the Taliban, and it's clear in the episodes that the CIA head, which is like a representative of John Brennan, I think that's okay. maybe who the person was, was molded the person after. They modeled him yeah. after. Does not think that the Taliban would listen and does not think it's the right idea to pull the troops out. But so the so the CIA is in conflict with the president. The president wants to pull them out of Afghanistan. The CIA oh, doesn't like that. I was wondering how the president would fold in because I would think, you know, if I had to guess of what kind of a plot line is coming out of Hollywood right now, it's everything was fine until the president screwed it up. Yeah. But perhaps now he's on. I assume the president is on the side of Russia in this story. We'll see how it folds out. Yeah, because what another thing that was in the news this week is that Russia, Russia's at it again. Russia is at it again. And that's another thing that you and I have talked about. What was it? Was it the Army War College that had those podcasts that said, uh, if, if we really need to take preemptive action against Russia or demonstrate to the world what a threat Russia is to us, we need a tripwire that will, will show the American public that we're not kidding when we say... We need to be really aggressive. And then when asked by a moderator, what would constitute such a tripwire? I can't even imagine what would constitute a tripwire like that. And the guy said a, a 2020 election crisis. So I went ahead and started the hashtag election crisis 2020 yeah <laughs> so, and that's your what to watch out for but yeah that was another thing that i feel like they, there's a lot of foreshadowing out there and i i wonder i mean they get away with it because people don't talk about it event 201 should be on every mainstream media news outlet as being weird you know yeah like, the whole thing's weird, weird. It is weird. And even Netflix had a an episode of their series explained called The Next Pandemic that featured Bill Gates and was released in November 2019. I mean, that's just weird. Yeah, and I don't like I'd say weird. so.
It's uncanny. And then when people are like, it's just a coincidence, I'm like, how many coincidences could you possibly have? And I really don't understand. So say it's not a coincidence. Say there is such a thing as predictive programming. Why would they do that? Why would they tell you? And I bet they know, and maybe you know, that psychologically, I, I assume, I, I would wonder if psychologically, oh yeah, there is this thing where if you've heard something before, even if you heard that it was not true or any of that, if you heard it before and then you hear it again, you accept it. Yeah. It, right. The, the story, absolutely, if you hear it over and over and over and over again, it becomes a truth, even if you don't want it to in even some cases. Even if they tell you it's not true, though, that's the thing. Yeah. If like, they're like, oh, this is this is a false story, and then they tell you the story in your mind, you right. don't necessarily know it's a false story. Yeah, you watch Homeland, and then you watch the news, and it all runs together, and it's the same thing, then fiction and nonfiction become one. Yeah, and it makes sense. But this is something that really bothers me. So there's a great show called Black Mirror. I haven't watched in a while because it gets too dark for me. I really have lower tolerance for darkness than I used to have. So there's one episode where they have they get uh, a woman and they say they she's a politician, aspiring politician. They say, you're going to run in this race against this guy. You're not going to win, but you are going to get a lot of exposure. You will will pay you off down the road. You know, you'll get you will get your time in the sun. But you're you're to present these issues in this way, and you can be neck and neck. You can criticize the guy, whatever. But he's going to win, and you'll get your turn. Okay. When you watch it, it's totally plausible, completely plausible. But if I say to you on this show that that's what happens, half the people are going to be like, "Shit, I can't." It doesn't work that way. I mean, if why Fox would tell us about it if it was working that way. It's like, I, pro- I don't think so. I think it probably works that way, and they're not telling us about it. I think it absolutely works that way. We see all the, the 20 candidates all presenting different issues to different demographics. Now they're getting whittled down. Yeah, and they each have their silo. And I actually think Bloomberg's entire campaign is just an opportunity for him to push gun control through gun control ads. So, I mean, just stuff like that. Anyway, we're going to, can you believe this segment's over already? (laughs) We're going to wrap it up after the break, and then I'll tell you a little more about how to find our podcast if you you are interested. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like... uh... Your opinion, man. On 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Amazingly, we are already wrapping up the show, but that's okay because Binkley and I are do a daily podcast that is really going hog wild, I must say. And uh, <laughs> I have to have to give a thank you and a shout out to Dave Smith, who has this uh, great show called Part of the Problem that I was on and he has such a loyal fan base and uh, he, that a lot of people have kind of discovered the podcast since then. But if you want to see my interview with him, it's on YouTube. You want to put a face with the voice or whatever, go to part of the problem and uh, see if you can find the episode with me in it and give him a little uh, something for the effort, a little extra clicks for that guy. And, uh, but here, so here's the thing. We do this podcast every day, every single day. It's 30 minutes from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. You can get it at Propaganda Report on any podcast feed or thepropreport.com. But I have to say, Binkley, that you, the, the stuff that you find, either these war college podcasts or the CIA stuff, I mean, it's out there and, and people just don't catch it. Like, I just, I'm a little baffled by it because it's real, it's true, it's 
sometimes proves itself out like this event 201 thing you found that too i mean i, I just scratched my head about it yeah the stuff will be on youtube they'll be produced by the army war college or the navy or some military branch and it's just terribly produced the audio is terrible it's long and boring and it has like a hundred views nobody really sees it and you know what though uh, when Stacey Abrams was running for governor and you really dug up like it wasn't anywhere. I know how you did it. You shouldn't reveal your secrets of how you get like really obscure research, just your methods. You're a master at that. But when you found this story of her burning the flag on the on the Capitol steps and I actually my problem isn't with burning the flag. I don't care about that, especially since I do think it it was looked like a kind of racist symbolism or whatever what has become racist symbolism if it wasn't really intended to be but that she put back the effort to get the flag changed by like 10 years and nobody covered it at all and when you brought it up and it had to hit the press they said it emerged on social media so you didn't even get credit for it <laughs> yeah. otherwise people would start listening and they would find all this stuff in advance anyway we gotta go but we'll be back for another little mini show next week and in the meanwhile find us at the propaganda report on your podcast feed or at the the dark web can be like a restaurant for identity thieves hi ready to order i'll have the driver's license number great that comes with a home address or a birth date Ooh, both please it can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, we'll work to fix it. No one can monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year at LifeLock.com aware. Identity theft protection starts here.